10 things you need to know about lean. This is Pablo from Hackney, and this is Pablo's podcast. Thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. Welcome. Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. I thought I'd add that quote because I think it's quite poignant and relates well to what we're about to talk about. So um, what, what's come to me is um, there's a need to speak about a substance that um, a lot of young people are using. Um, not all young people, but they're, they're, there's a cohort of young people that do use this substance. And, you know, most young people would, would have heard of it at least. But it always amazes me how little uh, professionals who work in substance misuse um, are unaware of it or have limited knowledge on it. And it definitely surprises me um, how many parents are not aware and concerns me, you know, how many parents are not aware of it. So I thought I'd take the time out to put together this pod today, uh, just basically exploring it and explaining some things just so that we're more aware, especially... Um, through through holiday periods that, that we go through, you know, whether that's the six weeks holidays, whether that's Christmas, Easter, whatever. Um, whenever, whenever, whenever young people's time is free, you know, I suppose that's probably uh, high, higher times of, um, of use and stuff and, and brand birthdays and celebrations. And equally, it can go the other way. You know, people self-medicate for various reasons. It might be because they're feeling low, they're depressed and stuff, and they want to escape that reality. But either way, this is a substance that I definitely am passionate about getting the message across so that we can support young and old. But this, this particular substance is definitely more used around the younger people. So the, the substance I'm speaking about is lean. So um, as I said, um, it's used by um, a, a certain cohort of young people. Um, and it, is, it has really significant implications over time. Um, so I really want to dive into it and, and just kind of just, just break it down a bit. So basically, it, it, I mean, the origins of it is, is not in the UK. The, the, origins of the, the origins of it is in the US. So initially it was used by um, blues musicians in Houston um, where they, basically they'd mix up cough syrup, um, which is codeine and promethazine. Um, that's the mixture of it. And then they'd mix it with beer. So these, these are the origins of it. Um, and we're, we're going back, you know, beyond 1980s, you know. So we're talking like maybe late 70s, something like that. Um, but in the 1980s, um, Houston rappers um, chose to use to make their own version of it, basically uh, mixing it. But they did it a little bit different. So they was mixing it with um, Jolly Rancher hard sweets um, for, to, to basically sweeten it up. So it'd been the same cough medicine, which is a mixture, like I said, of codeine and promethazine, mixed with um, sweets and um, Seven Up or Sprite in America it would be. So that's how they would take it. So in the 1990s, though, there was a Houston artist named um, DJ Screw. And he created his own trademark um, slow down mix of, it's basically a slow down mixing technique. And they used to call it um, chopped and screwed. Um, and basically it was uh, seen to be better consumed whilst drinking lean, you know. So it's a really slow down. If you can imagine music that just, it's recorded at a normal speed and then it's slowed down. 
And then because of the, the way how lean kind of slows down your speech, your brain, you know, just everything, you kind of slouch into a lean situation. Um, that, that music kind of went with it. So it became really popular in Houston and beyond. But in November um, 2000, DJ Screw was found dead due to overdose of codeine. So, and obviously he was a, he was a heavy drinker of, of um, lean. So names, I mean, with, with substances, you know, depending on where you are, uh, the age group, whatever, you know, the names change. Depends who's trying to sell it. Sometimes people give things different names to make them sound cooler and whatnot. So with all substances, you get different names. As if you're listening to this and you've ever um, dabbled in any illicit substance, even cannabis, for, for example, there's many, many names for, for that. Um, but it's all the same thing. So the various names for lean um, in the US were um, names like Sizzurp, um, Drank, um, Dirty Sprite, Texas Tea, Liquid Heroin, and of course, Lean. In the UK, currently, again, different names, different things. I mean, I mean, generally, it's called Lean in the UK. Some people call it Mud. Um, but as I said, these names can change over time, you know. So, I mean, it's, it's not really about getting caught up in the names, you know, keep up with the names, but it's, it's more than that. But the names change depending on who, who, what area, what city you're in and stuff like that. Um, the issue is, one of the issues is, is that in music currently, um, it's, it's, kind, it's promoted, um, lean, lean use is promoted and it's kind of normalised within music. So just a couple of uh, tracks over time um, since 2000 that where you can, you can go back after this pod and kind of listen to and hear the, hear the um, talking about um, using lean. So you've got, um, in 2000, you've got Free Six Mafia, Sipping on some scissor. Um, in 2000, you've got Pimp C, um, who's got some verses on Big Pimping, where he talks about um, lean. 2011, you've got Future with his um, track Dirty Sprite. 2011, you've got Two Chains Gasoline track. Um, 2012, you've got Juicy J Coding Cups. Uh, 2013, you've got Young Fug, um, Two Cups Stuffed. 2013, you've got um, Little Wayne Trippy. Um, in 2014, you've got Future Codeine Crazy. 2015, you've got Gucci Mane um, singing uh, Serving Lean and Confused, another track called Confused. Um, 2015, you've got Young Fug. Um, I wanna, basically, I wanna, drinking lean is amazing. Um, 2015, you've got Juicy J, Beans and Lean. 2017, you got Kodak Black with Codeine Dreaming. 2017, you got Juicy J leaning. 2019, you got Lil Wayne, Me and My Drank. Um, 2019, you got you got um, Little Little Nas X, Old Town Road. 2019, you got Young Ads, Dismissive, and 2019, you got D Block Europe, PTS the PTSD intro, and there there'll be loads more that make reference to lean um overtly sometimes covertly but either way it's popularized in music that young people respect they respect the artist a lot of the time they want to emulate what the artists do and live the lifestyle they do um you don't hear much negative connotations in regards to lean within the music and that's 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 the issue um it's i mean for me i think when i think balance goes a long way with anything so 
if people are, are singing about lean because they've had addiction issues with it or it's a main part of their life, there should be the counterbalance to let people know the, the, the bad side of it, you know, and the negative aspect of it. So, so yeah, so it's, it's, it's definitely prevalent within, within various music. And it's not just affecting, you know, black or just white or just Asian or it's, just, it's affecting young people, period. You know, if you're in certain circles, you're in certain cohorts, you're going to, you know, you're going to be at least offered lean, you know, and it's really down to the young people whether they, they go ahead and use it. Um, and there's been various artists reported um, dependence issues with Lee, not within their music, but within the media, etc. People like even Justin Bieber um, has spoken about issues with Lee. Um, and many artists have died through the use of Lee. You know, like I said, it's been around about 15 years um, or more, but that's in, in the US. So it's, it's quite new to the UK. And some, some, some young people in the UK don't realise how old it is, you know, although, you know, it is made a little bit different here because of what's available in the UK. But I'll get to that um, further on in the pod. Um, so, um, what, I mean, as I said to you earlier, it's, it's people use substances for various different reasons, you know? Um, and this is why it's, it's important that we, we know about this particular substance and other substances, but also um, when people and why people end up using you know, so we can be a bit more aware with our young people and with our family members, not just young people, adults as well. But, um, but like I said, young people are, it's, are you know, that's, that's a group that I'm really passionate about supporting. So hence why I'm, I'm making this pod. So um, to the reasons why people use substances in general, um, to celebrate, um, to chill out, escapism, self-medicating maybe, um, peer pressure, or maybe just curiosity, especially with young people. You know, it's, it's about trying different things and, and, and seeing what works for you. And peer pressure plays a big part in that, definitely. So, but in regards to lean, how people generally have it, they generally uh, make it up in litres. Um, so they either have one litre or they'll have two litres. So if you hear any young people talking about um, buying litres or anything, chances are um, they're talking about um, lean. You know, and, and maybe maybe you've heard that before. You you may have heard that before and not even thought nothing of it, um, because they could, you know, talking about liters of liters of anything over the phone in front of your parents isn't anything. It doesn't mean anything if you don't understand um, what it's linked to. But um, they're definitely not talking about buying liters of water. That's for sure. So if you hear that kind of talk, it's worth having that kind of conversation. And hopefully by the end of this pod as well, you you'll be a bit more clued up and a bit more. Um, alert to certain uh, behaviours, certain um, words, etc. So, so yeah, but litres, like I said, they buy it in one litre or two litre and they'll consume that um, within a day, generally. And generally, they buy it ready-made. Some people buy the ingredients themselves and make it up. Um, the one thing about lean as well, it's not cheap, you know, so it's, it's, this is really a substance that uh, people with excessive um, disposable income. You know, this is something they get into. Um, and as I said, through the music and stuff, it's cool. You know, if, if you're talking about the cool kids um, that are, you know, if, if you're a cool kid, this might be something that, that kind of draws you in because it's seen to be cool beyond your circles. You know, in, in the media, in, in the music that everyone listens to, it's, it's worked out as a cool thing to be doing. So... Um, and so, I mean, if you, if you find 
that you, you know, you find your young person or you, you listen to this and you know that you've got issues with it yourself, it's important to speak, you know, um, contacting emergency services, you know, speaking to local um, substance misuse providers, speaking to mental health services as well, because obviously substance misuse is closely linked to um, mental health issues. If you're a young person, um, contacting Childline, you can speak to them in confidence, um, anonymously. And also if you're an adult, you can speak to Samaritans again. Um, in confidence and anonymously. Um, I'll give you some more details in regards to how you contact those people um, later on in the pod as well. So in regards to what's actually in Lean, what's actually in Lean? So in Lean, it is codeine. You have codeine and you have promethazine. And in it, like I said, in England, we would probably, they'd probably use 7up rather than Sprite. Um, or if they can get spray here, then maybe they'd use that. And they'd use hard-boiled sweets to help change the taste as well. Um, the colour of it can depend. It can be like a yellowish colour or a reddish colour. It really depends on what's, what's being mixed with it, you know, what's being mixed with the, the medication that's in it. Um, but the one thing that, as I said, this is something that's come from America and that the ingredients are a little bit different in America. So, for instance, in America, you can easily get codeine, like pure codeine, um, but in the UK, um, the codeine that you will get will have um, paracetamol mixed in it, um, which adds, adds no um, buzz or high value, but um, it does um, increase uh, the damage that, that, that making lean and drinking um, these medications in such high volumes causes to the body. Um, in, I mean, in general, the amount, because they're drinking it in litres and two litres, they're generally drinking about 25 times the recommended um, medical amount of each medication, which is copious amounts of, of, of drugs. You know, it's just, it's just a lot, you know. Um, and obviously, if you were taking these medication, the GP wouldn't advise that you'd be taking both of them together more than likely either, um, especially at 25 times the amount. And, and when you think about paracetamol, having 25 times the amount of paracetamol, 25 times the recommended daily dose um you know the implications on your body over time is um really really significant so so though you know the uk is trying to emulate what americans are doing they are doing it a little bit different and in in many ways they're kind of at more increased risk like i said because of the, even if it's just because of the paracetamol added so that's something to really be aware of so codeine um many of you are probably aware of what codeine is um but I'll just say it for the pod's sake as well, though. Um, codeine is an opioid. You know, it's meant for pain relief and it's it's very addictive. You know, it has depressant effects, um, increases sedation, um, respiratory um, depression, and it can lead to coma um, and death. You know, if you take too much, you know, there's a reason why there's a limit on how much you take of these medications, you know. Um, but it can lead to death, you know, because, I mean, in general, what it's doing is slowing down your respiratory system, it's, it's slowing down all your vital organs. And, you know, uh, if we, obviously we are aware once you slow down these things to a certain level, they just stop, you know. Um, the promethazine, um, uh, it's a, it's a, it has sedating um, properties as well. Um, and it helps with insomnia. It's like sleep medication, basically. Um, but again, slowing down your respiratory system, just slowing down everything. It's not, it's not beneficial to your body in those doses as well, especially. Um, and then you've got the paracetamol element, as I said, um, which is to reduce pain and fever. 
Um, but as I said, taking all of these substances in one drink um, over the period of 24 hours, um, it is like, like I said, 25 times the amount of medication. You know, it's a lot. And all, all of this leads to um, tolerance. Like I said, codeine is very addictive. So it leads to to high tolerance levels as well, where, you know, you might start off just having a litre. You may even have, start off having less than that. But over time, your body gets used to it and you need more and more to get the same initial high. And ultimately, you never, with, with addiction, you never ultimately reach your initial high that you got off whatever substance it is. You're always, your body's always chasing that. Your mind's always chasing it. But you never... You never reach that through the whole chemical um, situation that goes on within the body and the brain. So that's something you can look into and work that, look at that as well. Um, but eventually, um, like with any other substance, this especially physically addictive stuff, physically and psychological um, stuff, um, it becomes uh, normal. Like, you know, you, you basically have to take that to feel normal. That's, that's what it leads to. So if you know anybody, or even in yourself, if you're honest with yourself, um, whatever substances you're taking, whether it's legal or um, illegal, um, even like tobacco or coffee, you know, these, these are substances as well, although they're legal, um, or alcohol. Um, some of you will be able, will recognize the fact that, you know what, if I don't have a fag, if I don't have a drink at the weekend after work or a glass of wine with my food, I don't feel normal. You know, that's part of my life. That's part of what I do. So it's the same thing. But obviously when it, when you start dealing with illicit substances, um, it, it kind of has greater implications on your life. So, so yeah, that's, that is the thing with tolerance levels. Um, the general physical effects from drinking lean, um, it's, it's similar to heroin, you know. I, I explain to people it's literally like liquid heroin you're taking, you know. You're dealing with the same substance. Um, so you you are going to, in the same way that a heroin addict um, is slurred, they have slurred speech when they're using, they're lethargic, um, they're slouched. Um, these are very similar to the the what heroin addicts experience as well. Um and the effects, the effects can can begin maybe one to two hours after ingesting, after you've started drinking, but they can last between four to six hours. Obviously, this is can vary between person to person, but that's a rough guide to how that kind of pans out. So, as I said, being addictive, you know, this is this is, codeine is a physically addictive substance, um, and the withdrawals are basically mirror um, heroin um, withdrawal symptoms. So. Um, people using it eventually will suffer when they're not using will suffer things like tremors anxiety yawning sweating shakes runny nose sleep disturbance nausea goosebumps restlessness diarrhea ab ab abdominal cramps um, muscle spasms you know these are the kind of things that somebody who you know has got has built up a tolerance and built up an addiction um, with lean when they haven't got it this is what they will feel. And that's, when you get to that stage, what do you do to deal with that? You go and drink some lean. Because once you drink some lean, then you're going to feel normal, you know. And this is where the cycle begins, you know. Once you get physically addicted to things, you, you end up taking it just to feel normal. So the risks um, associated with to drinking lean, um, feel it, the feeling of euphoria, um, anxiety, depression, 
dizziness, um, slowed heart rate, slowed breathing, difficulty breathing, constipation, teeth dental decay, um, weight gain, urinary tract infections, impaired vision, memory loss, discolored appearance of the lips and any other extremities like your fingertips, stuff like that. Um, obviously, depending, I mean, obviously, with, with, with uh, white people versus with black people, it's going to be a little bit different in regards to the color um, change. So it might be, in fact, it might, it's a little bit harder to see it, I suppose, in, in black people. Um, but it's very clear with the white people because of the complexion of skin. Um, also, um, cold and clammy skin, hallucinations, seizures, and death by misadventure. You know, when we talk about feelings of euphoria, that might have you doing really dangerous things and end up, you know, doing things that uh, end in your demise, you know, um, through taking it. But it, ultimately, it will all be connected to the, your use of lean. So... You know, this is, this is not a substance to be taken lightly. Although, as I said, because young people only hear positive stuff about it from the music artists that they idolise, um, they underestimate how dangerous and how serious the substance is. Um, so, the ten, 10 things you need to know about lean. Um, I would say uh, high risk of overdose, especially when mixed with alcohol. Um, when you consume any illicit substance, you don't know 100% what's in it. That'd be two. Three, um, coding reduces your ability to breathe, you know, and it starves your, your brain of oxygen. Four, um, pregnant women using codeine can cause um, the unborn child to experience withdrawal symptoms after birth. Five, uh, mixing codeine with alcohol, very dangerous and, and unpredictable. Six, um, lean's very addictive um, and it can cause psychological, um, physical dependency um, and, it, and you, can exp well, you will experience um, real unpleasant effects um, when you're trying to stop. Um, seven, um, young, I mean, yes, seven will be, uh, in fact, before I go to seven, um, I want to basically speak about a young person that I spoke to recently um, who spoke about um, being addicted, um, being addicted and using it for, for a long time. And then he ended up getting a prison sentence. And he spoke about the first month of him being in prison, he was in withdrawals, the sweating, the shaking for a whole month, you know, because obviously no access to, to, to lean. Um, and he probably didn't even realise what he was going through at that time. But he, he had to deal with that for a month. And this is the same thing that a heroin addict would, would have to deal with. I suppose the difference with a heroin addict, they're used to, um, they are used to uh, being involved with services. So if they ended up in prison, they'd probably go to see the medical people in prison and say, look, I'm a heroin addict, um, I'm going to need something for these cramps, for this, for, for, you know, I'm withdrawing, etc. And they'd get medication for it. But with young people, they're not going to look at it like that. You know, they, it's just going to be, this is happening to me, I'm not sure what to do, etc. And they, they'll just go for it. And that's, that's what he actually did. So yeah. So the next, the next um, one of the top 10 is uh, paracetamol. Um, paracetamol um, causes, uh, can cause future um, kidney and liver failure, um, as well as bleeding from the stomach, um, and it, can, it can, can be fatal. You know, you can die from that alone. And like I said, that's specific to making lean in the UK. 
Um, the next one would be uh, the sedative effects of lean um, will, affect, will affect people's ability to do various things like riding a bike, um, riding a scooter, driving a car, just operating machinery in general. Um, and it could make um, you a danger to, pe to other people as well as yourself. You know, and I've heard a lot of situations like that. I remember a young person told me um, on his scooter, he's like used to taking lean every day. Um, he went out on his scooter after drinking lean and he, he remember being at a traffic light and basically falling asleep. Um, and for him, that was the wake up call because obviously he understood that he could have fell asleep whilst riding, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's very serious. There's nothing to be um, uh, minimised about using lean at all. So the next thing I would say you need to know in the top 10 would be um, lean um, can have a negative effect on your mental health, just like every other substance, you know. Um, there is, it's not just a physical effect, it's the psychological effects as well. And finally, um, support um, for addiction and substitute medication um, is it's the same. It's the same for heroin, as, as I said to you. Using lean is the equivalent to using heroin as far as how you will be dealt with once you become addicted to it you know the medication you'd need to go on to to deal with your withdrawals the talk therapy you'd have to go for it's, it's all the same and young young people are the question i always say to young people after speaking about lean because you know they speak about it as matter of fact this is what we do we only do it when we're partying or when we're chilling whatever um and i i then ask them um would you use heroin and there's a resounding no it's like, how dare I even answer that question? And then I ask them why. And then they speak about, uh, you know, their perspective of addicts um, and junkies. You know, they use all of the, 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 the negative words associated with people and substance misuse. And then when I explain to them that, but that what they're using is liquid heroin, it, it, it's, it's the same substance. It comes in the same family. This is when the light bulb moment kicks in. You know, so that, those are the kind of conversations hopefully you'll be able to have after listening to this as well. Um, because, you know, young people do what they do because they believe they know what's going on and what they're doing and the implications of it. But as we know, as, as adults, um, there's a lot of stuff that young people don't know. And even as adults, there's a lot of stuff we don't know. Hence me feeling the need to make this pod. So as I mentioned earlier in regards to emergency services, um, if you yourself are using lean and you, 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 know, you find yourself in an emergency situation, it's important you to speak to somebody if there's somebody there. Um, and I, I would say, you know, if you are going to use it, obviously, my suggestion is you don't use it. But if you're in the throes of it and it's something you do, don't use it alone. Because if you do go over, if you do overdose um, and you're alone, there's going to be nobody to call an ambulance for you or to revive you. So... I would definitely suggest do not use it when you're by yourself and never mix it with alcohol. That's probably one of the worst things you could do because alcohol is doing exactly the same thing, slowing down your system. And that's a very effective way of, of harming yourself, you know, ending up in an overdose situation. Um, but if you're in an emergency situation, call 111 or 999. Um, in regards to you know, getting support in, in ways to how to come off of um, lean and any other substance, um, for that matter. Um, what I'd suggest is just go onto Google, um, type in the details um, of your local area, just put in substance misuse service or drug and alcohol service in whatever city you're in, in, in the world, and it, something will come up. Um, there's, a drug, there's a substance misuse service in every city, so 
Um, no matter where you are on the planet, you'll be able to get support. Um, also, in regards to, as I said to you, substance misuse is closely linked to mental health issues. Um, and same thing again, go into Google um, and type. I mean, one of the services I, I would suggest, especially in the UK, is Mind. Mind is a mental health service and they've got um, services across the borough. Um, sorry, across the bor across boroughs and across um, the across the UK. Yeah, they're everywhere. Um, but again, to find out the local one to you, go into Google, type in Mind Mental Health Services, and then all of their details will come up and their contact number. Again, if you want to, um, if you're a young person and you need to speak to somebody in confidence in regards to substance misuse or anything else for that matter, um, the number for Childline is 0800111. And in regards to Samaritans for adults that want to speak to people in confidence and anonymously it's one one six one two three so um we're kind of coming to the end of this pod now um and you know what can you do now now for me hopefully this is um this is giving you food for four at the bare minimum but hopefully you're now more well equipped and, and have more understanding of what lean is and how prevalent it is in the uk at this point because, you know, I, I might, you know, it, it is here. You know, I don't want nobody to underestimate um, how prevalent it is in the UK and how little is spoken about it. Um, so hopefully now you will now be able to have conversations with young people, with adults um, and look into it a bit more, you know, because these things change over time. New information comes out. Um, so. You know, don't don't take what I've said in this pod for gospel. Go and do do a bit of research. You know, go and do a bit of research and find out about it. But at the end of the day, the the nuts and bolts of of lean. You know, a lot of the information I've given is information, so you can hit, have a bit of an understanding of the backstory. But the ultimate thing is, are the young people around us are the, are our children using lean without us knowing? Now, the only way you're going to know about that is now by having those conversations. But at least now you can have a conversation with some knowledge. Um, so I think I, I would suggest um, if you know anybody who knows less about lean than you, because you know a lot about lean now. If you just listen to this from beginning to end, you know a lot about lean. You know probably more than some professionals, most professionals in, in my experience. So what I would say is if you know anybody that knows less about lean than you, please forward them this uh, podcast that could empower them to save a life. And indirectly, you would be saving that life or saving that person um, health issues and, and trauma and, and various different things, all the things we spoke about. But just by you sharing this podcast with somebody that you believe knows less about lean, even if they've got kids or not, you're going to be doing um, a great service. You know, So the more people that are speaking about this, the more of our young people that we can deter from from getting addicted to this um, substance and one one of the big and even young people if you know a young person that 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 um has you know has no understanding about lean or even has understanding about lean because even if they haven't chances are they're going to be offered it and they're going to hear about it music etc but this gives them some understanding as to why it should be something that they 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 avoid you know um regardless of peer pressure um so yeah yeah i Please speak about it with your young people, um, support them. Um, and I think you're, if you speak to young people with this amount of knowledge, they're going to be really surprised that you know so much about it 
Because um, like I said, most people don't know a lot about it. Um, one of the, I'm going to close it with this, with the fact that, um, as I said before, it's, it is a an expensive substance. You know, this you know the prices vary across across the UK, but it is expensive. Um, but what potentially is going to happen is because it is a um, an opiate, just in the same way heroin is, where if people get into situations where they're now fully addicted to it and they could afford it, and now they get to a stage where they can't afford it, but they're still fully addicted to it, heroin might seem like the cheap option. That's the, that, that is the sad and crazy thing about it. Heroin might seem like the, the cheap option in order for them to feel better and not deal with the withdrawal symptoms. So that's what's potentially coming. Hopefully, you know, we as people nip it in the bud, um, but it, it's about talking, you know, just like all the podcasts that I do, you know, it's about sparking conversation and, and, and speaking to the relevant people. So I'll leave you with that. Hopefully this was helpful. So thank you again for choosing Pablo's podcast today and hopefully you can join me on the next one. Until then, take care and be nice to each other. Thank you for listening to Pablo's podcast. I'm Pablo from Hackney and you can catch me next week for more healthy discussion.